This is January the 8th. Let's read the Bible. My name is Ray Pritchard. Welcome to our year-long journey through God's Word. We started in the book of Genesis. We're about midway in Genesis now. Long way to go, but by God's grace, we're going to make it all the way to the end of the book of Revelation by December the 31st. So glad that you have joined us. Let me encourage you to do two things. Number one, be sure you go to keepbelieving.com and download the daily reading guide. We've got a, a basic introduction. We've got the monthly plan. We've got the daily plan. Download those PDFs. And second, we hope you'll share this with a friend. That is, tell your friends about this Bible reading project. We are so glad you're joining with us today. Now, this morning, only two chapters, but wow, they are filled with great information. Genesis 25 and 26. Let me tell you what's in Genesis 25 before we read it. This is <clears throat> the end of the story of Abraham. After the death of Sarah, he remarries Keturah. Then he dies. Then Isaac and Rebekah have twin boys, Jacob and Esau, and trouble is brewing on the horizon. Let's begin to read now. Genesis 25. Abraham, <coughs> Abraham had taken another wife whose name was Keturah, and she bore him Zimran, Joxan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan fathered Sheba and Dedan. Dedan's sons were Ashurim, Latushim, and Leumim. And Midian's, or Midian's sons, were Ephah, Epher, Hanak, Abida, and Eldaah. All these were sons of Keturah. Abraham gave everything he owned to Isaac. But Abraham gave gifts to the sons of his concubines, and while he was still alive, he sent them eastward away from his son Isaac to the land of the east. This is the length of Abraham's life, 175 years. He took his last breath and died at a good old age, old and contented, and he was gathered to his people. His sons, Isaac and Ishmael, buried him in the cave of Machpelah near Mamre in the field of Ephron, son of Zohar the Hethite. This was the field that Abraham brought from the Hethites. Abraham was buried there with his wife, Sarah. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son, Isaac, who lived near Beer Lahai Roy. These are the family records of Abraham's son, Ishmael, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's slave, bore to Abraham. These are the names of Ishmael's sons. Their names, according to the family records, are Nebaioth, Ishmael's firstborn, then Kedar, Admiel, or Admiel, Mimsham, Mishma, Durna, Massah, Hadad, Tima, Jeter, Naphish, and Kedema. These are Ishmael's sons, and these are their names by their settlements and encampments, twelve leaders of their clans. This is the length of Ishmael's life, 137 years. He took his last breath and died and was gathered to his people. As they settled, from Havilah to Shur, which is opposite Egypt as you go toward Asher, he stayed near all his relatives. Now, these are the family records of Isaac, son of Abraham. Abraham fathered Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he took as his wife Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean from Paden Aram, and sister of Laban, the Aramean. Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was childless. The Lord 
was receptive to his prayer and his wife, Rebecca, conceived. But the children inside her struggled with each other. And she said, why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb. Two peoples will come from you and be separated. One people will be stronger than the other and the older will serve the younger. When her time came to give birth, there were indeed twins in her womb. The first one came out red looking, covered with hair like a fur coat. They named him Esau. After this, his brother came out grasping Esau's heel with his hand. So he was named Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when they were born. When the boys grew up, Esau became an expert hunter and outdoorsman. But Jacob was a quiet man who stayed at home. Isaac loved Esau because he had a taste for wild game. But Rebekah loved Jacob. Once, when Jacob was cooking a stew, Esau came in from the field exhausted. He said to Jacob, let me eat some of that red stuff because I'm exhausted. That is why he was also named Edom. Jacob replied, first, sell me your birthright. Look, said Esau, I'm about to die. So what good is a birthright to me? Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore to Jacob and sold his birthright to him. Then Jacob gave bread and lentil stew to Esau. He ate, drank, got up, and went away. So Esau despised his birthright. Genesis 26. Now, two things are going to happen in this chapter. Number one, there's going to be a deception here. In fact, there's a couple of deceptions. There's some games going on, some, some family dysfunction in this chapter. And yet, by the end of it, God is going to reaffirm to Isaac the promises that God had made to Abraham, his father. So let's read Genesis 26. There was another famine in the land in addition to the one that occurred in Abraham's time. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines at Gerar. The Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land that I tell you about. Stay in this land as an alien and I will be with you and bless you. For I will give all these lands to you and your offspring. I will confirm the oath that I swore to your father Abraham. I will make your offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky. I will give your offspring all these lands and the nations of the earth will be blessed by your offspring because Abraham listened to me and kept my mandate, my commands, my statutes, and my instructions. So Isaac settled in Gerar. When the men of the place asked about his sister, hmm, when the men of the place asked about his wife, he said, she is my sister, for he was afraid to say my wife, thinking the men of the place will kill me on account of Rebekah, for she is a beautiful woman. When Isaac had been there for some time, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked down from the window and was surprised to see Isaac caressing his wife, Rebekah. Abimelech sent for Isaac and said, so she is really your wife. How could you say she is my sister? Isaac answered him, because I thought I might die on account of her. Then Abimelech said, what have you done to us? One of the people could easily have slept with your wife and you would have brought guilt on us. So Abimelech warned all the people, whoever harms this man or his wife will surely 
be put to death. Isaac sowed seed in that land, and in that year he reaped a hundred times what was sown. The Lord blessed him, and the man became rich and kept getting richer until he was very wealthy. He had flocks of sheep, herds of cattle, and many slaves, and the Philistines were envious of him. Philistines stopped up all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the days of his father Abraham, filling them with dirt. And Abimelech said to Isaac, leave us, for you are much too powerful for us. So Isaac left there, camped in the Gerar Valley, and lived there. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the days of his father Abraham, and that the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died. He gave them the same names his father had given them. Then Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of spring water there. But the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen and said, The water is ours. So he named the well Esek because they argued with him. Then they dug another well and quarreled over that one also. So he named it Sitna. He moved from there and dug another. And they did not quarrel over it. He named it Rehoboth and said, for now the Lord has made space for us. We will be fruitful in the land. From there, he went up to Beersheba, and the Lord appeared to him that night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your offspring because of my servant Abraham. So he built an altar there, called on the name of the Lord, and pitched his tent there. Isaac's servants also dug a well there. Now Abimelech came to him from Gerar with Ahuzah, his advisor, and Phicol, the commander of his army. Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me? You hated me and sent me away from you. They replied, We have clearly seen how the Lord has been with you. We think there should be an oath between two parties, between us and you. Let us make a covenant with you. You will not harm us, just as we have not harmed you, but have only done what is good to you, sending you away in peace. You are now blessed by the Lord. So he prepared a banquet for them, and they ate and drank. They got up early in the morning and swore and swore an oath to each other. Isaac sent them on their way, and they left him in peace. On that same day, Isaac's servants came to tell him about the well they had dug, saying to him, We have found water. He called it Sheba. Therefore, the name of the city is still, is still Beersheba today. When Esau was 40 years old, he took as his wives Judith, daughter of Beri, the Hethite, and Basemoth, daughter of Elon, the Hethite. They made life bitter for Isaac and Rebekah. That's the end of the reading for today. But you can tell right there at the end, right there at the end of the story, there's trouble brewing between Jacob and and Esau. And that trouble that's brewing is about to bubble over in our Bible reading for tomorrow. So we pray as always, Lord, open the eyes of our heart. Show us the truth about ourselves. Show us the truth about you. Show us, Lord, how to live in ways that are pleasing to you. You know, one thing I appreciate about the Bible is that it tells us the truth. It doesn't cover up the, uh, the, the, the infirmities the difficulties, the weaknesses of the men and women of the Bible. We are certainly seeing that revealed in the story of Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rebekah, and now down to the next generation, 
Jacob and Esau. Well, more about that tomorrow. God bless you folks. Go out and have a great day. See you back here tomorrow morning.